digging the crates. Sometimes you gotta dig deep. This is Digging the Crates. I'm Vice Beats. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the podcast, brought to you by The Find. The podcast focuses on exploring the art, passion and culture of hip-hop, going beyond the typical questioning and digging deeper into the passions, inspirations and experiences of those involved in the scene's rich culture, immersing you in the music. This season features artwork from Ross Mullins of Anchor Points, and intro music by Herma Puma and Jabba the Cut, with editing support for this episode from Felix Payne. In the final episode of the season, we talk to one of my all-time musical heroes, one of the finest lyricists in hip-hop, who's worked with countless artists including Jay Diller, The Roots, Exile, Madlib, Doom, KRS-One and so many more. In the beginnings of his career, he turned down a deal with Death Row Records to pursue an independent path. As a key member of the Dirty Science Collective, and later setting up his own label imprint, New World Colour, from solo projects to features, mixtapes and production, his quality is always high and always true to life. For the final time this season, this is Digging a Crates with Blue. And now for our feature presentation. All right, here, here we go. Yo, yo, what up, world? This is Blue, B-L-U, her favorite color, holding it down on Digging the Crates podcast. Shout out to my man, Vice Beats. Y'all know what it is. Peace. Blue, welcome to Digging the Crates. How you doing, man? I'm doing very good, man. Pleased to be here. Uh, thank you for taking the time to speak with us, man. So I just wanted to start by asking you how you first got into writing lyrics. Like, how how did that come about for you? Um, around the time I was 12 years old, my cousin wrote my first lyrics. And it wasn't until probably three years later when I was 15, I heard uh, DMX's first album. And I decided I wanted to write lyrics myself. And um, by that time, I just started started writing like these really dark underground raps, you know what I mean? Just from listening to DMX. That's how it all started. So who after DMX started influencing you to kind of change where your lyricism goes? Um, it went from DMX to Redman to Cannabis to Common. And by the time I got to Common, I was really getting more introspective with my lyricism. So it was like, Common became my favorite MC at the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was right before uh, his Like Water for Chocolate album. Oh, cool, okay. So is there a particular common track where it really connected with you? Yeah, for sure, for sure. The song uh, I used to love her changed my life. Like I never, I never heard a song that was that deep and introspective, you yeah. know what I mean? And I was just like, this is like, this is another level of hip hop right here, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. And I decided to like change my whole path based on that song. I started trying to write deeper songs and 
songs with meaning and hidden meanings and all kind of shit. That's mad, man. Have you ever had the opportunity to meet Common? Yeah, I met Common once. I was uh, saw him at a Dilla show, a Dilla tribute show, actually, and I said, "What's up to him?" Ah, uh, nice. I this girl when I was ten years old, and what I love most, she had so much soul. She was old school, and I was just a shorty, never knew. Throughout my life, she would be there for me on the regular. Not a church girl, she was secular. Not about the money, those stuff was my checkered, but I respected her. She hit me in the heart. A few New York niggas had did her in the park, but she was there for me, and I was there for her. Pull out a chair for her. Turn on the F and just cool out Cool out and listen to her Sitting on bone Wishing that I could do eventually If it was meant to be Then it would be cause we related Physically and mentally And she was fun then I'd be geeked when she come around Slim was fresh Joe When she was underground Original Pure untapped with a down sister Who I tell you I miss her You said about your, your lyrics being more introspective and so on And it comes across that in recent years Your lyrics have been a little bit more focused on spirituality and religion and beliefs. Has that been like a conscious shift over time or have you kind of felt that it's been more subconscious that the the things you're talking about have changed? Um, I think it's just, it, it naturally happened over the years that I would uh, accumulate as much knowledge as possible on uh, particular subjects like history and religion and um, and music history and, and I just decided to uh, start putting that into my music as opposed to just being inspired by it. You know what I mean? I decided to, to reflect it. You know what I mean? Nice. Do you feel that LA is as a city or as a musical scene has shaped your sound? Yes, I, d- I definitely feel like my verbal tenacity comes from being in LA. My my like spitting, me wanting to rap and just have vicious bars, all that comes from one from just being in LA. And um, more so like my introspective lyricism is more just me, it's actually more East Coast. You know what I mean? It's more like common, it's more like uh uh to live quali, you know what I mean, most deaf. It's more more East Coast, but as far as just rap, that came from uh, growing up in LA. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can definitely hear those artists in your sound, but that said, you've also kind of got your own unique slant and vibe with it, which you, which is great. And obviously, that's that's blue and it's in its own right. Oh heaven, how could I forget you? Rose to the occasion, one day plucking petals. Stole something precious, should have been the way I left you. But no matter what's changed, sustain, be the best you. The rest grew restless as cousin sleep. Wanted peace, but the search wasn't deep. I invested my week to see a brighter Monday morn, but woke up on Tuesday in the same uniform. And through it all, try not to do you wrong as I have in the past. Rapping other love songs, but it's kind of hard building lust when your trust gone. Money was the object of effect. They ain't want junk. Should have gone with my first love. Maybe moved out to Vigo and wrote books and cursive. Learned a little French and do the film I've been trying to make and translate the feeling I was feeling in my modern day. Took a break with the whiz, gave the rhymes a break. Busting hard enough to make the break. No seeds, no sticks, no stems. Old gems found crumb. By the bubble goose Tim's I can hear the hymns in a choir from the pews Where mom sat listening to Sunday's blues And the scuffed penny loafs that I stuffed a nickel into All white Easter suit that won't fit you You've collaborated with a really wide range of producers over time From like Madlib and Exile to Danu And 
knots and all sorts. I mean, do you do you tend to have a typical way of approaching making music when it's new producers, or do you find that your process differs every time? Um, I think the only thing typical is that I tend to work with one producer for a whole project. That becomes my theme on a lot of a lot of my records. It helps keep the sound consistent, and it also keeps me like me and the producer on a, on a level where we're both trying to creatively put together the right project, you know what I mean, for the, for the listeners, you know. It also differs because um, uh, I try to change it up each album by reaching out to different producers, you know what I mean? And um, for them to help me change my sound up, like, you know, the only thing that I would say is typical is basically it's, it's always 100% me coming from the heart. Turn me up, turn me up. You could dig in the crates with Vice Beats. Uh, yeah. Check it. A son of God, a virgin with a gun. Another song makes it to number one. Everybody's rich. Nobody wants to die. It's a new day. Airplanes in the sky. A hardworking mom drops the kids off the school. The world stopped today on the evening news. Turn yourselves off. The gas price fell, I was just a kid Some days it's hard to tell Hotel, motel, holiday, vacate, new year Wedding, anniversary, birthday, lunchtime, dinner time Breakfast, another man got up today Legless, let us be grateful for eggs and mother's milk Does a body good, like wearing silk We chilled out, rolling trees on the balcony Gold teeth, living free in the south In the south was Exile the first producer that you worked with? No, I actually worked with uh, some a Long Beach producer named Els, an uh, Inland Empire producer named Bombay, who did my Good To Be Home album. And um, those were two of my main producers before I met Exile. I had some other homies like my homie Radio, my homie Toddy was doing beats for me. It was all, it was all more so like home base until I met Exile. And that's when I started working with a producer who was working with like Slum Village, Ghostface, and different acts. So it really helped me step up and elevate my game when I worked with Exile. And that became my uh, my first debut project, you know what I mean? <laughs> that must have been a mad shift. It, it wasn't too crazy. It was just uh, my, one of my producers, Els, he had like a dipset sound. And um, when I worked with Exile, he had more of like a high-tech Jay Dilla sound. Jay Dilla, Pete Rock-ish, premier-ish sound. And uh, I think the main difference between like them both, they both sampled a lot of soul samples and a lot of jazz and different different old music. But um, Exile had the scratching and the cuts. And oh man, I, I, I wanted that so bad on songs, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just to have yeah. that hip hop element, you know what I'm saying? That was like, I just wanted the the DJ to be involved in my music somehow, you know what I'm saying? So when I met Exile, it was like, oh man, this is the dude. He does the beats and the cuts, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like, I gotta work with this guy. Yeah, triple threat, man. You mentioned about Dilla as well. Like, how did your collaboration come about for Sun In My Face? And did you guys record any other tracks together too? Um, we actually didn't record that track together. Dilla was signed to a, a, a label that I was actually signed to called uh, Operation Unknown. 
they had signed Dilla for the Jace they paid and the the um, the J Love Japan album, and they wanted me to work with Dilla on both records. And uh, me and Miguel did Sun in My Face as a demo to present to Dilla. He heard the song, him and his mother heard the song, they liked the song, they ended up rolling with the demo of the song for the release. And um, we didn't make the first draft of the release because of like label issues. And then the second issue of the album, we we're actually on there. So um, that's that's our only official. Oh, and I had the song "Smoke" from Jay Stay Paid, but that was posthumous. Yeah, that was a posthumous recording that I did with uh, for Dilla, you know. But he actually got to hear it and approve of "Sun in My Face." Oh, amazing, man! That must have been an amazing feeling to be part of that, and for for a demo to turn into something like that too. Oh yeah, Dilla was my favorite producer of all time. You know what I mean? So being able to like. Just, just being like having an opportunity to work with him eventually, like it became the highlight of my life. Dilla told me one time that he had, um, when I was working on Below the Heavens, I told him I wanted to work with him, and he said he had some beats with my name on it, and that that stuck with me even to this day. You know what I mean? As one of like just the highlights, like I was saying. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, it's understandable and I mean the two of you have such a kind of sonic connection in that way as well I mean it with him and the way that he approaches music in terms of sampling the production and the way that you approach lyricism like you can see how the two of you yeah you can see how that could have happened and would have been would have been beautiful man I mean Sun In My Face is one of my all-time favorite hip-hop tracks I love that joint it's just it's beautiful and like all three of you approach oh, it perfectly <laughs> so yeah just it's, it's one of those tracks where like just kind of hear it and it just yeah it's got got that amazing vibe to it produced to date or favorite lyric that you've crafted um not one i have like a i tend to have like favorite songs on on all my releases and i have so many releases that 
you know, it's, it's almost like my favorite song is like a greatest hits album. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so many songs to choose from. But the new album has a lot of my favorite songs currently, you know, uh, like songs like uh, When the When the Gods Meet, um, the song Blue, the song Blue As I Can Be. It's a lot of songs on there, uh, Brightest Stars. It's a lot, lot of songs on there that, that became, quickly became uh, some of my favorite songs today. So rooting back a bit, like how did the, the Soul Amazing mixtapes come about? And do you reckon that you'll make any more of them in the future? Uh, yeah, I'm actually working on volume nine right now. Oh, amazing. Yep, volume nine of the Soul Amazing mixtapes. They're going strong, man. I just decided to, uh, somebody had put out a mixtape called Soul Amazing, a mixtape, and I decided to just run with that 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 uh, idea, put out all my mixtapes under the Soul Amazing moniker, and the people just absorbed it, you know what I mean, and just picked it up. So we're keeping the series going, keeping it alive. That's awesome. So have you, have you got future producers earmarked for the next ones as well? Like, do you kind of know where you're going with the next one and the next one each time? No, not at all. All the Soul Amazing mixtapes are, are just um, a culmination of features that I've, that I've put out over the years. So I don't, you know, I, I, I don't choose my features per se. People like kind of reach out to me and um, it's hard to say um, how how the mixtapes will turn out, but based on all the features that I get, they're like mainly flames, man. So <laughs> a lot of the mixtapes just come out fire, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. In the radio day, step us in the dark, in the satellite aid, brings us to the light. Some feeling a pinch, some feeling a bite. They ain't ready to talk, they're ready to fight. Never leave you alone. Lurking the Merkum, got him turning his bed into a coffin Burning over passions in his passion Or more or less over what the past passed us Can see the past tense and never really passes Phases that trap us in cages like classes Fog in my glasses, lost in a mass mess Taskless dilemma to match somebody's status And I'm average as fuck, no car cats gassing me up Passing bucks like a casual blunt Granted, hustling habits on the stump of a mansion While bums pass asking for a buck for some bag bricks Bad shit going down on the daily While bad chicks passing the Mercedes Damn, they say he's the bastard for chasing them Maybe it's the patterns that make me that made me. In the radio day I mean, you, you said about features Which MCs would you like to work with you Who you haven't had a chance to connect with today? I know I know. before like you said about Kendrick and a few others But like, are there any that kind of still on your hit list that you that you can kind of eye up for future tracks. yeah uh red man I, w- I would like to do a, a project with red man called barnes and noble oh nice <laughs> oh, that's gonna happen man <laughs> you know what i mean barnes and noble right there me and red man red and blue that's that's gotta happen i mean like you've got the title and everything <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing and that is, as well, so I mean, Exile mentioned that 
you guys were working on some trap tracks before before Miles was released. Is that something you you think you'll release at any point? Um, we're not too sure. Exile's Exile's saying he may he thinks we may release it under a, a new moniker or something. But um, I think we're just uh, we're ready to to start creating some more new stuff. We we're actually sitting on two different albums uh, worth of material. But we're, last time we talked, we, we decided we should uh, just start working on some new stuff straight from scratch. So is this a constant process with the two of you? You always creating new music together? Uh, pretty much, you know, we, you know, a lot of times we'll, we'll uh, take breaks and work with other artists, but in between time, we still have tracks floating around that tend to accumulate into a record at some point, you know? So we just keep it, we just keep the wheels turning. You, we were talking about features and that side of things and you said about Redman but in terms of the different artists that you featured on tracks over time I mean you've you've kind of become one of those artists where you can look to you to find other upcoming MCs and talent who are who are working with you as well I mean which MCs would you who are I guess under the radar a little bit more would you suggest people check for because like you seem to have a whole bunch of them around you man oh yeah so many MCs man uh shout out to scene shout out to science shout out to Joe Haas from Dag Savage homeboy Sandman has a new record coming out the whole Dirty Science crew, Fashion, Choosy, uh, Joe Haas, like I said, um, there's so many MCs. Cassius King, my boy, my right hand man. It's a, it's a lot of MCs. I would say check for it. You know. What would you kind of cite as not as inspiration as such, but as a as a motivator for you to keep making music? Because you've made so much music over time. I mean, what do you kind of feel is like the driving force for you to keep going and keep creative? Is, do you kind of find that there's certain things that you you feel? do push you forwards to keep doing this it has become a job you know and i do music i do music for my uh for the well-being of my family you know as well as as well as just make music for the love of it because i can be i can't get a job and everything but i just decide to make music it's just it's just so much more fulfilling for me do you think that this is something that you'll you'll keep doing, or or do you have other things that you get involved in as well, sort of creatively or otherwise? Like, do you kind of feel like your path may change over time? Uh, yeah, I definitely think so. Um, but I think even if I do get a job, I'll still you still may catch me finding find me spitting on somebody's tracks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, getting a feature off here and there.
Get involved in the conversation. Use the hashtag DTC podcast. You cut your teeth in the scene as a freestyle and battle MC. Do you still find yourself getting involved in anything like that? Cyphers or, or freestyling or battles in any way? Nah, not as much as I used to, man. It's very youthful. The competition of it is very youthful, you know? Yeah. And the mature level, the more introspective level is, is more of the levels that I'm interested in diving into uh, currently. In your lyrics over time, you've talked about the various, well, I mean, all aspects of, of society and various other things, but you reference books and films and all sorts of things. Are there any particular pieces of creative art you found yourself looking to time and time again for, for inspiration in any, any way? Uh, yes, Jean-Luc Godard is one of my favorites of all time. I always look at his films and get inspired to make music just by the way he creates films, you know? He's so poetic in his in his filmmaking that it, it drives me to try to be a poetic, poetically driven force in hip hop. And have you had a, a favorite musical moment today, either as a performer or just just kind of as a musician? I mean, you, you touched on that point when when Dilla was saying about beats for you but has there been a moment in particular in time where it it feels like the snapshot it's almost like the epitome of damn like this is this is my life this this is hip-hop to me yeah one of those moments came right before I put out my first album Below the Heavens when I got to work with Karis One. that was probably one of the hugest moments of my life like it happened very early in my career but it's still it's still one of the biggest moments that is that has ever happened to me in hip hop. Just being able to be in the booth with KRS One and us crafting a song together, him critiquing my lyrics and how I like lay down my raps. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. It was just like a, a pleasure. And then then we rocked the show together. Right afterwards, uh, I came out on his own. Um, I came out like and opened up his set for him. You know what I mean? It was deep, man. And yo, finally, a tribute to the creator. The alpha hold it down to the Omega. It's hip hop genesis. Every since the beginning, picture her working angles with the record spinning. This is the first versus the last. The cat said it and think you would last. Linking the past with the present, blessing cats with the essence of jazz. When the pinch of rock, soul smuggle spinning hot. Flows fucking kitchen pot. Nigga, this is hip hop and I'm honored to honor it. Even though we shouldn't have to tell you who the father is, he should have been getting props. Then again, this is not a small time thing. Dedication dedicated to the songs I sing and the wax we spin and the beats we break and the shows we rock. Forget the stars y'all praise. Pay homage, pay attention, pay dues. He invented hip hop. It's not something you do, fool, it's something you live. Fill it up in your ribs. Give it up to the kid that was in the park spinning when it was getting dark. Giving heart and soul to the art that they stole. But we took it back, taking a second and looking back. Like, where would you be at now without this shit? You probably never hear KRS shout this shit. And I'd probably be in jail or hell without this shit. And for the cast that sealed out this shit, 72 and beyond, nigga. Like, so the scene, how the scene is at the moment, I mean, are there, are there certain things that you have as an aspiration in terms of ways that you want to further support the artists around you? And obviously, like, you're a co-CEO of, of your label and all that side of things, but do you 
feel like there's other aspects of the scene that you want to get involved in in the betterment of hip-hop in any way um actually it is getting deeper into the more label side of music you know what i mean trying to uh help a and r and produce records for other artists that's what i'm i'm hoping to get into later on in my life so if you if you've done any of that so far like are there any artists that you've been working with in that way no I, i've been completely absorbed with like putting out my own music it's been like it's been a super roller coaster just following my own ambitions of uh trying to trying to release everything i, re- I record and i enjoy you know as soon as i'm able to put the brakes on my own career i definitely be I'll have more time and and energy to put fully into someone else's. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, Blue, I mean, it's been great talking to you, man, and, and really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. It's, it's just, it's amazing seeing your musical journey and where you've gone so far. It's exciting to see where it's leading as well. It just sounds like there's always this constant energy and, and almost like it comes across as this, this buzz for what you're doing in terms of just, you sound like you've still got that passion as much as you regarded it as a job. It just, it, it comes across as one of those jobs that almost you're not working a day in your life because you love it that much. So yeah, you know, thank you for everything you do for hip-hop, man. Oh man, thank you. Thank you, man. You know what I mean? I, I do it for the people, man. Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a perfect way to end it, man. Well, Blue, good luck, man. And uh, thank you for joining DTC. And we'll, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll speak to you soon. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Peace, man. Peace. Yo, the soul provider, got a lot on the skillet, grilling it hard, ball, charcoal fillings, the dark villain, and the light skinned, the niggas disguise, my mind sickening, the fine vicious written in rhymes, time tends it to describe how my lines ending, your fine imprint, describe to your mind's index, my lines and checks and shine through your blinds instant, the sun syndicate, fat as biggie with no pun intended, no pun intended to live, I pick up where we slid and run endless till I buckle and become winded. And all the air from my, my lungs slips into the sky like weed smoke. My peoples need hope and I'm the one with it. The soap provider, cold as fire, hot as ice. Rock the mic till I retire, die the son of Christ. Becoming one with life and live like death is uncertain. One curtain left and I'ma die with my gun bursting. Sun cursing till I must become one with the earth. Heaven and hell, I conquer whichever comes first. Known to rebel, my soul a la mode. Uh, my soul a la mode. Find out more about each episode, including the tracks played, go to thefinemag.com.